1: Here we go again. It's another edition of The Good with Kevin Thomas. I am Kevin Thomas, and I am here today to give you a special show. Uh, We are going to take a look back on some music history in just a bit. Uh, Now, everybody knows about CBGBs. You know, it was uh, down in the Bowery for quite some time. Uh, it's now a clothing store. And uh, uh, the last time I went down to the uh, John Varvados uh, store, uh, they had a couple of the signs that used to hang at CBGB's. And that was years ago. I don't know if they still uh, do. But uh, yeah, today's show is going to be a celebration. Of CBGBs. And the reason why uh, is the fact that Hilly Crystal, the founder of CBGBs, passed away on this date back in 2007 at the age of 75 years old. Now, some of the acts that played at CBGBs include Patti Smith, The Ramones, Television, Blondie, Talking Heads. Now, if you've ever wondered what CBGBs stood for. CBGB stood for Country Bluegrass Blues, because originally Hilly Crystal was going to start the club as a, a place for uh, country bluegrass and blues. Uh, he was going to start it off uh, as a place for uh, country rock musicians to come in and do their thing. And then uh, a couple promoters uh, decided uh, to uh, persuade Hilly into letting them take over the uh, the booking uh, for the club, and then they started bringing in what would really be known as punk rock acts. And uh, eventually, the place started filling up, and uh, you end up with the variety of artists that uh, you you came to know throughout the years uh, that would uh, end up playing at that club and uh, would end up becoming uh, big-time names. Uh, You know, you had some of the most influential uh, bands and singers that came out of that uh, movement. And, uh, you know, it's been a few years since uh, CBGB's was around, and uh, obviously it's been, it's been quite a few years uh, since Hilly Crystal was around. Uh, but today, we are going to play a selection of songs uh, that, you know, highlight some of the artists that uh, played on that stage and uh, so we'll get to that in just a moment. But first, if you feel like saying hello or you feel like telling me off or whatever you feel like telling me, it's real simple. All you have to do is dial the number, 845-429-1700. That's eight four five four two nine one seven zero zero. So let's take a look back on music history, and uh, let's, uh, let's take that stroll down memory lane. And uh, we begin with August 31st, 1963. Now, there's uh, two things that happened on that date. Uh, The first is the uh, girl trio Angels started a three-week run at number one on the singles charts with My Boyfriend's Back. Now, the writers of the song Bob Feldman, Jerry Goldstein, and Richard Gotherer were a trio of Brooklyn songwriter producers who went on to write hits like uh, Sorrow and uh, the Strangelove's I Want Candy, which went to number 11 on the charts. Uh, Let's see. It looks like we might have a phone call here. You're on with Kevin and the Good. How are you? Good, and you? This is your friend Harriet. How are you? Harriet, how are you? Good, thank you. I just wanted to... Take advantage of the time to say
2: hello, keep up the great work, and to wish you a happy birthday on Friday.
1: Ah, yes. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'll let you get back to the show. All right. Well, thank you for calling. I I do appreciate you listening and supporting the show.
3: No problem. Talk to you later.
1: Okay, take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Always good to hear from you guys. That's awesome right there. Uh, now, There was another event that happened on August 31st, 1963, and it was the Ronettes entered the singles charts with Be My Baby, and uh, it would be their only top 10 hit. Now, uh, uh, lead singer Veronica Bennett, who became Ronnie Spector, uh, took producer and ex-husband Phil Spector to court in the late 90s for unpaid royalties on the song. Uh, So interesting uh, little twist right there at the end. Uh, Now we continue and uh, we go to August 31st, 1968. Decca Records released what has been called the Rolling Stones' most political song, Street Fighting Man. And it was written by Mick Jagger after he attended a... Uh, a March 1968 anti war rally at London's U.S. Embassy during which mounted police attempted to control a crowd of 25,000. The single was kept out of the top 40 here in the U.S. because many radio stations refused to play it. Uh, they believed that there were subversive lyrics to the song so interesting twist now it's considered one of their uh classic songs uh go figure uh now here's a really interesting story and it it goes to august 31st 1976 Uh, george harrison was found guilty of subconscious plagiarism now you see he released the song My Sweet Lord, and if you listen to My Sweet Lord, it kind of sounds like a slowed down version of the song He's So Fine, which was written by Ronnie Mack. Now, earnings from the song were awarded to Mac's estate. The Chiffons then recorded their own version of My Sweet Lord, because you see, the Chiffons were the ones that made He's So Fine famous. Uh, now, What's interesting is years later, uh, George Harrison had the chance to buy a catalog of music. And when he bought it, it so happened that he also bought the rights to He's So Fine. (laughs) So uh, it's really interesting how that worked out. Uh, And actually, I believe there's a singer somewhere... That does uh, a version of "My Sweet Lord" that uh, sounds sped up, like he's so fine. It's really interesting how they uh, do it. It's like "My Sweet Lord," do lang, do lang, you know, whatever. Um, interesting little twists on on those songs. Uh, August thirty first, nineteen eighty five, "Brothers in Arms." by Dire Straits, started a nine-week run at number one on the album charts. Now, the album also topped the charts in 25 other countries and went on to sell over 20 million records worldwide. Now, uh, we go to... uh, Talk about this. August 31st, 1987... Uh, a couple things happened that day. Uh, back uh, on that date, Fleetwood Mac released the song Little Lies from their 14th studio album, Tango in the Night. And uh, the single would end up reaching number four on the Billboard Hot 100. Also on this date in 1987, the largest pre-order of albums in the history of CBS Records occurred when 225 Million copies of Michael Jackson's Bad Album were shipped to record stores across the country. Uh, Now, this was the record that followed up Thriller, which to this day is the greatest selling studio album of all time. Uh, Over 35, probably 40 million sold at this point. Uh, Bad went on to sell over 13 million copies. So interesting day back in 1987. Uh, We go back to August 31st, 1990. And it was a somber day for rock and roll. Uh, They had the memorial service for Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, who was killed in a helicopter crash four days earlier. And uh, at the memorial service, Jackson Brown, Bonnie Raitt, and Stevie Wonder sang Amazing Grace for him. Uh, We go back to August 31st, 1991. Metallica started a four-week run at number one on the album chart with their self-titled album Metallica. Uh, You would have songs like Enter Sandman, which, uh, of course, uh, uh, New York Yankees Closer, The Greatest Closer of All Time, Mariano Rivera used as his entrance song. Uh, Sad But True, The Unforgiven, Nothing Else Matters. It went on to sell 10 million copies in the good old USA alone. Uh, So we continue down the list, and uh, we talk about the subject of our show today. August 31st, 2007, Hilly Crystal, not Billy, Hilly, uh, founder of the New York punk club CBGBs, died from complications arising from lung cancer at the age of 75. He was credited with discovering Patti Smith and the Ramones, and his club became a breeding ground for punk rock. Uh, Now, if you ever wondered, on the sign for CBGBs, it's CBGB, and underneath it said OMFUG. And what it stood for was country, bluegrass, blues, and other music for uplifting gourmandizers. And uh, again, it was originally launched to showcase country music, but uh, Fate had other ideas for that venue. And uh, we'll get to the tribute in uh, just a moment, but uh, let's talk about August 31st, 2014. Jimmy Jameson, the lead singer... For the rock band Survivor, Uh, he passed away at the age of 63. Now, they were best known for their 1982 hit, Eye of the Tiger, which predated Jameson joining the group. So it was another singer who was doing that song. Uh, Jameson took over after the fact. Um, But we do still have some stuff to talk about for today and we will talk about birthdays on this date and we talk about uh, August 31st 1939 Jerry Allison drummer for the Crickets Hall of Fame band along with Buddy Holly Uh, they had such hits as uh, that'll be the day of course Uh, uh, they had uh, a number of hits Uh, during the short period of time that Buddy Holly was alive. But Jerry Allison went on to work with just about everybody. And uh, uh, like I said, uh, he, along with Buddy Holly and the rest of the crickets, uh, went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. Uh, So we continue, and we talk about August 31st, 1945. Bob Welch... Uh, musician and singer, a former member of Fleetwood Mac. He joined Fleetwood Mac before Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks uh, came into the picture. Uh, Now, he had a uh, successful solo career in the uh, late 1970s. Uh, He had songs such as uh, Sentimental Lady, Ebony Eyes, Precious Love, Cold World, Hot Love, He was going for all the temperatures there, I guess. Uh, We lost him back in 2012, unfortunately, to suicide. Uh, But he certainly made a mark in the music world before he left. Uh, Also on that date, back in 1945, we talk about singer, songwriter, musician, one of the all-time best, Van Morrison, born on this date. Now, you remember back in the day, he was with them, Uh, They did songs like Here Comes the Night and Gloria. And then eventually he would go on to do his own solo work. And what a resume. Uh, When you talk about uh, Moondance, when you talk about the six Grammys... Uh, The 1994 Brit Award for Outstanding Contribution to Music, the fact that he is not only in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he's also in the Songwriters Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. Van Morrison, one of the all-time best right there. Uh, We talk about August 31st, 1948. Uh, German guitarist Rudolf Schenker, born on this date. Now, maybe you don't know the name, but you do know the band. It's the Scorpions, which he formed back in 1965 when he was just 17 years old. And uh, a a huge hit that came from the Scorpions uh, was Wind of Change that went to number four back in 1990. Uh, The Scorpions hold the record for the best-selling single by a German artist and band. Uh, even more than Rammstein. Go figure. Uh, Now, we continue, and we go to August 31st, 1957. Gina Schock, drummer with the all-female rock band The Go-Go's, born on this date. They had a number of hits during the 1980s, including We Got the Beat and Our Lips Are Sealed. And uh, when it comes to new wave music, one of the seminal albums... Of the time, 1981, their debut album, Beauty and the Beat. Uh, So we uh, continue, uh, and uh, I think we've got one more for you. Uh, August 31st, 1977, Craig Nichols, singer, songwriter, and guitarist for The Vines, born on this date. Now, uh, I'll see if there's any uh, special uh, mention that we could make uh, here. Uh, Now, back in 2004 on this date, Green Day released the title track to what was their new album at the time, American Idiot. And they released it as a single three weeks before the album was issued. Uh, It would go on to be probably their biggest uh, album success so far. And they would be nominated for multiple Grammys winning Best Rock Album. And a matter of fact, the American Idiot even became a, a successful stage musical as well. Uh, now, we go to uh, this date in uh, 1999. Uh, led by the hit single Ready to Run, the Dixie Chicks, now known as the Chicks, uh, released their second major label album, Fly. Uh, now, it, here is an Interesting uh, thing. Back in nineteen eighty-seven, MTV debuted their show Club MTV. Uh, it was sort of uh, their version of American Bandstand, uh, just a uh, a bit more uh, ad- uh, adult, I guess. Uh, I guess you can say. Uh, we go back to nineteen seventy-four on this date. And uh, this is more of a TV thing, but it does involve a musical family because uh, the final episode of The Partridge Family aired on ABC on this date in 1974. Now, of course, uh, it was loosely based on the cowsils. Uh So uh, there's your musical tie-in right there. Uh, now, we look back on... Uh, August thirty first, nineteen seventy, singer songwriter Debbie Gibson was born in Brooklyn, New York. How about that? New Yorker by by uh, by birth and at at heart, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, we got to talk about uh, uh, August thirty first, nineteen fifty seven, Glenn Tilbrook, uh, guitarist and lead singer for Squeeze, born on this date. Squeeze had some pretty good songs uh, that that. Uh, they had uh, during their time um and also uh gotta bring this up uh august 31st 1945 violinist itzhak perlman born in tel aviv israel on this date uh so another big time name right there uh so we should probably begin the music at this point and uh, as I said, today is a tribute to CBGB's and its founder, Hilly Crystal, who passed away on this date back in 2007. So we're going to play a myriad of songs uh, involving artists that made it big right there in CBGB's, right there in the Bowery. So why not begin with the Talking Heads here on The Good with Kevin Thomas. <laughs>
3: died for somebody's sins but not mine milk of thieves wild cord on my sleeve thick heart of stone my sins my own they belong to me me Say beware.
1: Maybe, maybe. But uh, thanks for calling. I appreciate it. All right, bye. All right. Uh, it, it had a, a, an interesting question about uh, Lou Reed. And, uh, uh, you know, again, I, I really I, I like when you, you guys call because it lets me know that I'm not just talking to myself on the air. Uh, that one that you just heard was Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Uh, separate from uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Uh, This was a song called Born to Lose. Before that, we had Wayne County and the electric chairs with Max's Kansas City. May as well pay homage to Max's Kansas City while we're at it. Uh, Wayne County and the Electric Chairs uh, were one of the bands that were featured at CBGBs for years. Uh, Patti Smith before that with her classic version of Gloria. Television, uh, whose album Marquee Moon, I think is, is a brilliant album. Uh, that was the first track from the album called See No Evil. And the Talking Heads started off the set with Psycho Killer. Now we continue on the music because uh, I don't want to run out of time. I want to be able to get all these songs in. Uh, uh, Now, this uh, first one, if you don't know, uh, may surprise you who actually did this song. The song is called White Shadow. It's a punk song. But it comes from an act that you wouldn't expect unless you knew the history. See, the Beastie Boys didn't start off as a rap act. They actually started off as a punk band. And so... I present to you the early days of the Beastie Boys. Here's White Shadow. White
2: right to greet the Beastie Boys.
3: Step back, catch back, catch up, hot attack.
0: Most the child, Thank you. Don't <laughs>
1: With the song called In the Sun. Before that, we had the B-52s with one of their biggest hits, Rock Lobster. Uh, the Runaways with California Paradise. The Ramones, obviously, with Blitzkrieg Bop. And uh, the Beastie Boys started off the set with their uh, Punk Beginnings and uh, White Shadow. Uh, what was interesting is... Uh, the Beastie Boys actually started off as a four-piece. They had a drummer by the name of uh, Kate Schellenbach, I believe, and uh, and uh, they they had her there for a while. And then uh, the Def Jam years came along, and they uh, uh, dropped her from the band. Uh, uh, it, so it, you know, it really, uh, it's really interesting to see the sort of their beginnings. Uh, so uh, you know, it it. It, uh, was meant to be that, uh, they would go on to become, uh, one of rap's, uh, greatest pioneers, uh, you know, uh, but it would have been interesting to see if they had kept Kate in the band and, uh would have been interesting to see what kind of sound they would come up with, uh, with the rap rock, uh, you know, especially because they, uh, uh, explored that later on in their careers. Uh, anyways, that's it for the good with Kevin Thomas and our tribute to Hilly crystal, uh, the founder of CBGBs. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed it. I know, uh, Fran did not enjoy the beastie boy song, uh, but, uh, don't worry, uh, because, uh, coming Friday, at 5 p.m., we will have the Doo-Wop Dream Machine rolling into town, and uh, there'll be uh, better music <laughs> along the way. Uh, as for today, we've got Clem in the PM coming up, giving you that radio therapy that you need. And then tonight at 7 o'clock here on WRCR, uh, the Boulders hosts the Empire State Grays for the second of a three-game set, the last three-game set of the home schedule for the season. So uh, tune in tonight at 7 for that. In the meantime, I'm Kevin Thomas. God bless. Have a great rest of the day, and stay tuned for Clem. He's coming up next here on WRCR.